Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning, everybody. This is Father Craig Vosick. I am your host this morning on Real Presence Live. We are here at the University of Mary, just south of Bismarck, North Dakota, during finals week. All of our students are demonstrating their abilities or inabilities. No, they are all super able. They're super able. They're wonderful. They're all passing and celebrating. It's really, really wonderful. Beautiful day here. Beautiful time here at the University of Mary. Exciting. We have uh, graduation coming up. We have uh, two graduations coming up, actually. We have last year and this year. Uh, everybody knows that things shut down pretty hard last spring, so we're bringing everybody back to campus. It's uh, going to be really beautiful this weekend, celebrating two classes, undergrad and graduate school here at the university. So we're delighted to, to be able to host this morning Real Presence Live from our beautiful campus. We'll begin with a prayer, and we've got a beautiful two hours to share with you this day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord our God, we recognize that you are over us. You are watching, caring, guiding, governing, sustaining, enlivening all things. Allow us to be responsive to your care, your movements, your plans, your providence in our world. Fill every heart, fill every mind, fill every ear that would be coming across Real Presence Radio this day. Fill all with the life-saving message and gift of your Son, Jesus. Fill us with your Holy Spirit as you filled the church in its beginning. Renew us today as you made all things new then. Be with us, bless us, in Jesus' name, amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. All right, well, in our first hour, we're going to be cruising around the University of Mary, seeing what's happening First, we want to stop right here at the, uh, the highest office that we have, the president's, uh, the president's level. Uh, Jerome Richter, the executive vice president of the University of Mary. Thanks so much, Jerome, for being with us this morning. Father, it's an honor to be with you. Always great. Uh, you're, in the, you're in the president's council. Uh, tell us just a little bit about what that, what that means. What does that look like for the university or for yourself? Well, uh, to say it honestly... Um, what it means is uh, I'm in a position that I have no right to be in and <laughs> have no qualifications, but the, the Lord places you in the uh, positions that you're at and you serve as you can. And so uh, in structure, you have Monsignor Shea, who is our president, who mm -hmm. we all know and love and yeah. uh, are inspired by. And then underneath Monsignor, you have myself, who is the executive vice president, who sees, oversees all operations, all the budget all the public affairs, the mission advancement, etc. And then uh, directly across from me would be Dr. Diane Flaylin, who is our vice president for uh, academic affairs, who all of the professors in all of the different schools flow through. Mm -hmm. And so uh, from there, then also underneath me, we have the other vice presidents that make up the president's council. So there's five of us of vice presidents, and then uh, Monsignor is the sixth to make up his president's council. 
All right. So at the University of Mary, uh, you you didn't start as executive vice president, though. No, I didn't. Uh, I was just sharing this story with uh, somebody I was interviewing the other day. I actually came uh, to the University of Mary from St. Mary Central High School, where I absolutely loved the classroom. I taught for 11 years. I miss my students still to this day. Um, it's just the engagement, especially having the privilege of being religious studies chair, teaching the faith, teaching history. Uh, it's, it's, it's both life-giving to me, but then to see the students' eyes open up to the realities and the beauty of our Catholic faith was second to none. Um, but then the opportunity out here came to me, and uh, I honestly said no to it a couple different times. But the opportunity that came to me was actually uh, the director of annual giving. So it was fundraising. Hmm. Um, and nobody rushes to meet the director of annual giving, right? It was, it was like taking a job that everybody was running away from. But <laughs> the Lord was very, very clear hmm. uh, that this is what he wanted. Um, he wanted me to serve in this way. I prayed through it. I talked to some very good people, including uh, my brother, Monsignor Tom, who was super helpful. And it just seemed obvious this is what the Lord was asking. So I came out here. And then in those first years, spent most of my time fundraising, especially with the new thoughts that Monsignor wanted to bring to the University of Mary. Uh, number one, the Catholic Studies Program. Number two, the Rome Campus. And these are things I knew something about. And I knew his vision, having taught with him uh, at St. Mary's High School. Mm. And from there, then became Director of Public Affairs. And then after that, the Vice President for Public Affairs. And then here recently, the last year and a couple months, uh, executive vice president. And so I follow up on the, the heels of a great man, uh, Greg Vetter, who was a dear friend, uh, who uh, was wonderful out here in a time of a lot of growth and change. And mm. he carried a lot of water for us. And uh, now he went back to the banking world and uh, they slid me in that position. And as I said, you know, they couldn't find anyone else. So... <laughs> I was there to take it over. Well, they're like, well, uh, there's going to be this worldwide pandemic, so we need to find <laughs> someone to navigate us through that. Who, who wants to do that? Oh, I'll do it. So, Jerome, I bring up your, your past, not just uh, as executive vice president here at the University of Mary, but we, uh, and so the topic that we want to talk about, which is going to be here at the university, but also I wanted to get back to this, this place where you began at, at uh, teaching in the high school, because we want to talk about this summer institute um, for, for high school students. So, yeah. Cor Christi, what, what, uh, what is this? Father, thank you for uh, uh, bringing it around because this is something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh, Court Christi is an institute that was started back in 2010. So it's going to be 11 years old here. Uh, it was before I came out to the University of Mary, so I was still at the high school. Monsignor rallied myself and the young chaplains at that time, the Fathers Waltz, um, Monsignor Guion and a bunch of others and said, we need to provide something here at the University of Mary that can help smaller parishes, other parishes across the state and the mm. region to help with instructing their students. Because we saw what could happen in a classroom when you're teaching well and you're giving a good witness. And so we wanted to make sure for the, the student who, wherever he was, who never had the chance of a uh, Catholic education to be able to also s spend some time together and to be inspired in this. And so it was kind of a pre-confirmation idea, but to come together for one week here on the campus, having classes seven, eight hours a day, engaging the faith in uh, the sacraments, teaching them how to pray, putting great 
people in front of them, using the chaplains who are already trained teachers now to do this. And so we'd bring together 70, 80 kids for a week, and we would simply teach them the basics of the faith, which ironically, and this is not to uh, accuse or question what the parishes are doing like through CCD programs, etc. But we, in one week, having them for five days straight, will be able to give more instructional time to them in five days than you can do in a whole year by doing it one hour a week every Wednesday with summers off. Mm-hmm. And here's what I know as a teacher. If you give me one hour a week with a kid to teach them the faith, the first half hour of every week is going to have to be backing up to the previous week and making sure that they understood the last one. Where if you have them for five hours a day straight and then doing a half hour of review of those five hours, you can get it to sink in. We have to understand educational theory. And also, we have to understand that it's the experience that also helps to teach. Mm -hmm. So you don't go into an educational setting saying, let's have fun. But what you can do is you can go into an educational setting and say, I'm going to teach you the truths of the faith. And in the meantime, you may have fun. The goal is not fun. The side effect is having a good time. And when a kid comes with other kids together to study and they experience the heart of Christ, Cor Christi, with the experience of joyful people around them, they may not remember how to define the human and divine nature of Jesus Christ and how the distinctions are there or homoousis. But what they may remember is, gosh, I loved being around Father Wolf. I loved being around Father Dosh. I loved Anyantes, who is a faithful mother of two and full of joy. And what did they all have in common? Oh, that's right. They love the Catholic faith, and they yep. love Jesus. Yep. 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 This is Father Craig Vosick, your host today, visiting with Jerome Richter here at the University of Mary, uh, talking about the Summer Institute developed uh, within the Diocese of Bismarck called Cor Christi. Uh, so the brain... It's the brainchild of uh, Monsignor Shea, or was this, there was a number of people coming together on this, or it was, a, it was really a, a movement to, of Monsignor Shea? So the very uh, impetus of this was uh, Monsignor Shea mm-hmm. and Monsignor Guion, mm-hmm. classmates, mm-hmm. right? They, they were ordained together, and they were both young pastors. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting around saying, what do I do? You know, I'm busy, busy, busy. I'm running one, two parishes. I have these high school students. This one hour a week thing seems difficult, mm. etc. And then from that, uh, it was really Monsignor Chad asking that question. And he and Monsignor Shea sitting down. And they started to think about it. And Monsignor Shea, I think, was the one who first proposed it and said, well, what I would do is I would take a, a week in the summer and just take my students and give them a powerful experience. And he follows through with his ideas. And that's what he did up in Kildare. And so when he's up in Kildare and Halliday, in the summer, those two summers, he would bring his high school students, his pre-confirmation students, you know, uh, ninth, 10th grade, and he would have an intensive week. Uh, Father Josh Eli, who was a seminarian, was one of his first teachers mm. that he had help him. And then from that, when he became president here out at the University of Mary, he said, hey, let's replicate that at a larger level. Yep. And now Monsignor Guion can send his kids from Hedinger, Dickinson, Mandan, wherever it is, and to experience this. Yep. And it's, it's been very powerful. Uh, the Lord works in mysterious ways, but there's, there's a handful of students that I can see their face right now that their lives were radically changed from it. And it's like anything else. If you're receptive, the spirit will move. But if you want to come out here begrudgingly and sit there with your arms folded and uh, your nose in your chest, I can't help you. Yeah. But boy, 
uh, if they're open to it, we can have a lot of fun. And I promise you, there will always be enough energy in the room when you have our wonderful young priests, mm. seminarians mm -hmm. come back. They have a great opportunity to see how education is done well. And for the most part, the students all of a sudden meet new friends. My daughter, uh, my, my little Mary, now she's a junior already, she got to meet all kinds of people from across the state at mm. Court Christi. Mm -hmm. And they still now are close friends. And isn't it great to have a friend in Christ? Mm -hmm. Why do I know you? Because we were together at Court Christi. Yeah. Not because of some other shenanigans that they ran into each other. Right. So paint us a picture, Jerome. Um, so far, what I've, what I've gathered... Uh, now, I actually know what it's like. It's wonderful. I've been at it. But <clears throat> for those who are listening, yeah. uh, so far what I've heard is we're going to bring these youth to the University of Mary, and they're going to be taught for five hours a day. Uh, so they're sitting in a chair with a pencil and paper <laughs> and a, at a chalkboard for five hours straight. Uh, maybe I'll go. Maybe I won't. Yeah. You know? Well, first off, uh, our director, if you will, is uh, Nick Emmel. Yeah. Mr. Nick Emmel is one of the finest of teachers who loves his faith, who's very talented in so many ways, musically, etc. And then the other people, as I've said, the priests, the seminarians, the other staff that we have, the Anyantes, is we have uh, Father Crane coming down from Minot. We have uh, Father Baukir, who's our chaplain mm -hmm. still, but has been a part of this. And so we have very dynamic personalities, but mm -hmm. the day's broken down. So come together, 8 in the morning. Then I teach you how to do morning prayer. Mm. Just an introduction. Mm. And the priests walk them through it and say, here's what we're doing. We've been doing this for thousands of years. This is what the church does. Mm -hmm. Then make sure you feed them and feed them well. Get them some coffee. And then in the morning, we'll have a two-hour session in a classroom. So we have our Butler Auditorium, which is beautiful, state-of-the-art technology. Uh, there's Everybody's together at once. And whoever will be teaching, like one of my favorite ones to teach is Faith and Reason. And then you have, like, the waltzes have always loved teaching about the very person of Christ, some Christology. And then we'll break for Mass. And then we, after that, we'll give them an hour to have fun. So we'll set up different games. They can be outside. They can go to the field house. And then in the afternoon, another two-hour session. And then in the evening, we'll teach them specifically about something that isn't so much book knowledge, but like prayer. Mm. Teach them how to pray the rosary and why and how and well. Mm. Teach them about the sacramentals, etc. Mm -hmm. And so it's about eight hours of instruction. But as you and I both know, Father, sometimes when it doesn't feel like you're in a classroom is the best time to learn. Yeah. And it's, and it's hanging out. And then we have great people in the evenings with them, the discussions, making sure that they're playing cards, that they're doing good and healthy things, not sitting on a cell phone, mm -hmm. uh, texting and tweeting and snapping and whatever else the things they've come right. up with. TikTok is a thing they tell me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or as my older brother said, the talk tick or something. <laughs> All right, so that's the beginning of, a, of a, a picture being painted for us. We'll take a break here. We'll come back and continue to talk to uh, Jerome Richter about Core Christi, uh, this dynamic uh, educational opportunity for, for high school students. This is Real Presence Live. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Spring is in the air, and that means it's time for Real Presence Radio Spring Live Drive. Awaken! Join us for this family reunion as we celebrate and raise funds to continue to broadcast Real Presence Radio in your local area. Don't miss your favorite priest. 
hosts, and fellow listeners as they share how RPR has impacted their lives. Spring Live Drive, Awaken, coming May 4th through the 7th. In today's world, we are enslaved to addiction. I'm Father Chris Alar. Alcoholism, pornography, and drug abuse have become the master of millions of lives, maybe even your own. Addiction has led to countless deaths by overdose and suicide. So what can be done about it? Victims often explain they are searching to escape the troubles of this world, or they are trying to find a form of ecstasy. Unfortunately, these enslavers provide neither. The experience is only pseudo, a fleeting imitation of an authentic spiritual experience. There's only one true spiritual experience that can provide fulfillment, and when you find it, you will find hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision provides eye exams for the whole family and specialty services like vision therapy and custom contact lenses. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Moto Eyewear, which gives away a pair of glasses to a child in need for every frame sold. We are so grateful for your support and grateful to be supporting RPR. You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hello, hello. This is Father Craig Vosick, your host, Real Presence Live on this beautiful Thursday morning. We are in the middle of a conversation with Jerome Richter, Executive Vice President of the University of Mary, a man who loves Catholic education. And we're talking about a beautiful opportunity in Catholic education called Cor Christi Institute, the heart of Christ. We uh, have a broad stroke uh, paint, paintbrush uh, schema set out by Jerome, uh, but we want to get a little bit more into that. Maybe just pause here, Jerome. Who goes to this thing anyway? Uh, we're, we're talking about it. It's, uh, it's high school of what level? Great question. Uh, so it's open to those going into the 9th, 10th, 11th, or 12th grade. So yeah. those going into the four high school years. So we don't want to, uh, somebody that's going into eighth grade, sorry, but we love come them, next but come next year. And so typically it is your ninth, 10th, and 11th grade. Okay. You know, those by the time the senior year have usually uh, either gone or uh, it isn't as relevant in the sense of being at pre-confirmation, mm-hmm. right? And so uh, Bishop Kagan here in the uh, Bismarck Diocese hopes to have everybody confirmed by sophomore year. And so the focus has been on freshmen and sophomores yep. to do this. But at the same time, it's open to uh, any 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grader. Uh, and it's not just from the Diocese of Bismarck, the Fargo Diocese, the regional question. diocese. Okay. We've, had, we've had kids as far as, uh, gosh, I think we had some kids from Utah that showed up. We had mm-hmm. some kids from Indiana that showed up. You know, there's usually a family connection. There's a connection to uh, the great state of North Dakota. But they're also starting to see that we have something very beautiful going on here. Mm-hmm. And so they want them to be a part of it. Now, the, the thing about this summer is that uh, we're probably going to be experiencing uh, a difficulty, but it's a good difficulty of, wow, we have a lot of students showing up. 
Mm. And how do we handle this? Because we didn't have the chance to do it last summer. Right. Because of the chaos that we've all been living through, yeah. it just wasn't prudent for us uh, to have the students coming to campus, living together in the dorms with all the COVID restrictions and everything else. It just would have, it wouldn't have been right. No. And so now we have kind of a backup of a class. And so it's going to be kind of doubling down. Nick is all about this. He's got it all kind of, if you will, laid out. But at the same time, we might have to say to some of the younger ones, hey, we might need you to wait till next year. But if you're interested, absolutely, we want to talk to you. We want to know. We want to be able to answer your questions. And so the easiest thing is to go to umary.edu backslash corechristi. And so that's C-O-R-C-H-R-I-S-T-I. And so you marry backslash core Christy, all one word or uh, bunch together there. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't some thing that we're trying to make money off of by any means. And so all we charge is uh, $200. That's room, board, instruction, etc. We want to make it as affordable as possible for our families to be able to send their young uh, son or daughter. And so uh, we, we cover basically our food costs. And so our costs of cleaning with those dollars. Right. And then I want to say this, and I'm not going to use names. We have some donors Mm. that are nothing short of absolutely wonderful, faithful people that make it possible then for us to be able to do justice to those that are helping us. Sure. We, We need to pay Nick. He works his butt off to do this. We need to, uh, give a stipend to our priests and to our seminarians, uh, that their parishes, and the diocese are giving them up to us in this. And so we want to make sure that we're covering some of their costs as well. And so that is, that is where the dollars would be going to. But uh, the one uh, donor couple that I'm thinking of, who's been our uh, greatest donor to Cor Christi, I think the reason, not only do they love the faith and they love Catholic education, but they had a family member who came to Cor Christi. Mm. And they would be the first to tell you, because of Cor Christi, it saved her life in the sense of uh, her faith life. Yeah, She may have been going down a, a certain road that yeah. wasn't very good. She had a very powerful experience and fell in love with the faith because of that. And they, they have said since one, that's worth everything to us. And so you tell us what you need and we'll support you every year. So we're always looking to those that, uh, that have our back to cover mm-hmm. those things to make things happen. Right. So... Uh, this is, I think, we're on air and we're uh, we're going across a number of states, and I think it's just good to repeat again, even though you've said it so well, that this is not uh, simply an institute only for uh, students in the Diocese of Bismarck, but uh, people from all over the, our listening area or whomever would want to get connected to uh, to the University of Mary, to a, a, a very uh, well thought out, uh, powerful summer institute uh, for their for their youth to come and and learn. And yeah. not just go off to a summer camp and play most of the day uh, and maybe maybe have a half hour of something meaningful. <laughs> but, like, mm-hmm. no, 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 the substance of this is meaningful. Uh, and then through the, the meaningful uh, engagement, uh, beautiful things uh, unfold for these, for these students. So. Absolutely. And, and practically, I forgot to say this. When is it? It's, it's in July. Okay. So July 12th through the 16th is one of the weeks. And then July 19th through the 23rd is the second week. And so what are our numbers uh, for each of those? What we try to land the plane at is about 100 students each week. Okay. Now, could we do more? Sure. One year, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we had 170 in a week. That, 
was a little bit too much mm. just because of the volume of the people and uh, to make sure that we were there. But again, we have 10, 15 people that are kind of, if you will, on staff. So 100 about the sweet spot. You know, uh, it's like taking a pilgrimage. You've got to have the, the manpower to do it. And this is a pilgrimage of faith, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there was one thing that I was thinking about it as you were talking about the, you know, the, the area, the geographical, we want everyone to come. We want, we want you to be given that opportunity to be able to see this. And why is, why is Core Christi so powerful? It, is, it isn't that we are teaching the faith in a very faithful and orthodox way only. It isn't because we have a beautiful campus here and they get to hang out together. Most importantly, like all education, is it's, it's about witness. It's about young priests and seminarians and young ladies and faculty here showing to these students the faith is beautiful and you can keep drinking from it deeply over and over and over. And the very answer to all those questions that you're sitting there living in your head, talking to yourself about, somebody has an answer for you. And so that's why the name of it is, is so beautiful, Cor Christi. Mm. Uh, it, to be in relationship with the heart of Christ. Mm-hmm. We simply want them to wake up to the reality that there is somebody that is at every moment of every day desiring to give them the best that they could ever hope for. The Lord is looking over him saying, I want you for me and I want to give you goodness at all times. I want you to help to figure out your vocation. I want you to be able to come to know me so that you have the confidence and the strength for those last two years of high school Mm -hmm. when stuff can get pretty raw. Mm -hmm. And then to figure out where do I go to college? What do I do with my life? And it's a nice beginning witnessed by other young people. That's why I only get to teach like one class now because uh, I've gotten to the old age. (laughs) So they've kicked me out. And so we got to get down to some wonderful young people. But at the same time, we're confident in it because all of us have been educators and we've seen things work. Yeah. What I love, uh, so this is Father Craig Vosick, your host of Finishing Our Time in a few minutes with Jerome Richter, but we're talking about a summer institute called Cor Christi held at the University of Mary. Uh, A little earlier we were giving a just a, a general idea of what uh, the students can experience. And you said that, uh, you know, along with the, the in-class uh, components, they will, they will learn uh, practically, uh, let's say, how to pray morning prayer, uh, how to pray rosary, um, and what that looks like. But I can imagine that it's, that it's even more than that. So maybe you can share something like this. Uh, uh, if there's a number of priests here and other people that are faithful who are, they don't just want to teach the faith, they're, they're still living their faith during that. They want to live that faith and share that uh, throughout the week. So the very, I would say, I would guess that the very way of the day uh, is allowing these students to kind of enter into the, the life of the church, mm-hmm. I would imagine. So is there mass for them to, an adoration, different times, yep. those things take place? I would Absolutely. Okay. And like I, like I said earlier, and, uh, uh, it's, we structure it, right? What's the first thing? Prayer. Yeah. We wake up, you peel yourself out of bed. We come together into the chapel and we pray. Yep. From that, everything is ordered, as we know. And then we move through. We have Mass sometime in that day. And then in the evenings, as I was saying, there's something that we're going to teach you about. Adoration. Yep. We're going to teach you about the Rosary. We're going to teach you about uh, the Divine Mercy Chaplain. Mm-hmm. And so they're gleaning stuff at every moment of every time and helping them to see, look at how beautiful the church is. But here's the other thing. And it isn't about bringing it down to its most low-level common denominator. But at the same time, we know that not everybody's been given the same gift of faith and teaching that maybe I had. And I'm thinking of my dad 
who I hope is uh, uh, in heaven right now, smiling down upon us. But dad taught us well in the very, very basics, which is like this. When you walk into a church, what do you do? What do you do? I mean, if you ask any 14, 15-year-old kid who may not have been brought up in a certain way, when you walk into church, what's the first thing on your mind? They're going to be like, uh, father's probably going to have a boring homily. I, I mean, what, 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 you don't know. And so to teach them, when you walk into church, you're, you're looking directly for uh, the Lord. Yeah. You're figuring out where does he reside in his true body? Where is the tabernacle? Where is that fire burning? And then what do I do? Oh, you genuflect. Why do you genuflect? All these little things. It's so important to teach them the rationale behind it. Otherwise, they think they're just doing, going through the motions. Mm-hmm. But if you give them the meaning behind these things, all of a sudden, the next Sunday that they walk to church... They don't genuflect like a slob and swat flies when they're making the sign of the cross. They, they, they know that this all has intentionality. The church doesn't do anything by accident. And then even to go through some of the architecture to teach them some of the different things. Uh, what, what is it and why does that happen? And they, they start to click that this is, this is all a beautiful scheme to get me to heaven. Yeah. Which is not a bad deal. Not, not a bad deal at all. Jerome, can you give us uh, the information again on how they can get connected to uh, Core Christi Institute? Absolutely. Core Christi Institute, July 12th through the 16th, or the week of July 19th through the 23rd. And if you want to go online, you go to umary.edu backslash Core Christi. And Core Christi is one word, C-O-R. Again, that was umary.edu slash C-O-R. C-H-R-I-S-T-I. Core Christi Institute, Jerome, thanks so much for being with us today and sharing with us this uh, dynamic program offered by the Diocese of Bismarck for students all over the country if they want. Father, thank you. It's always an honor to all of you good people out there. Remember Absolutely. Coming up next, the Knights in South Dakota are getting together, and we'll have Gerald Dvorak on with us next to tell us about this great event. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. Live. Engaging and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.